From VentureX Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. The crew, the crew, the crew. I feel like we need an echo on that or something. Nathaniel, can you handle that? He's like, okay, sure, Kathy. Right now, okay. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to JP, Kathy, and the crew. Um, big full show today. JP is on the road with tribunals in Houston, so we w- wish him safe travels. Um, we have got... Lisa Shastine, who will be coming on here in in the next ten minutes, um, who is of course my um, the co-host um, with me of Heart and Soul of Texas Women. We've got a really really important series we're doing um, that we just started a couple of weeks ago. We've got four weeks left on the series, and wanted her to talk about that because it's I think it's something that's near and dear to everybody. And it's you know how do you stand on the Word of God? How do how do you use that to keep you strong during difficult times and we're finding even as we're coming out of the pandemic and getting back to I'm gonna use air quotes quote unquote normal are we getting back to normal what is normal um we still have um financial devastation physical you know health mental health devastation I do not think um and I know personally from um, a family who have really struggled with mental health during this time that I don't think we've seen the tip of the iceberg on what this pandemic has done to us um, mentally and emotionally. So um, lots of fallout there, lots of tough things going on, lots of tough decisions being made. And how do you use your faith to keep strong, especially during these times? And this has just been, um, this is Lisa's brainchild, so I'm going to let her talk all about it when she comes on. But um, uh, just thought, you know, maybe the crew would be interested in tuning in on Mondays at 10 o'clock when we do our show and talk about this. Um, We also have um, our buddy Brad coming back in studio. Um, He'll be joining me as a guest co-host for the second half of the show, talking about keeping Texas red. Do we keep it red? How do we keep it red? Um, You know, what does that look like? Um, What are some out-of-the-box ways that we need to be thinking? And as an older Republican, and since he's a younger Republican, um, I'm anxious to hear some of his ideas. You know, right now we've got the federal government trying to um, shove a universal approach to government down our throats. (laughs) Called socialism, folks. Um, You know, Local control is still best. I believe that. Um, Philosophically, as a conservative, I believe that. You can't change my mind on that. What works here, um, you know, in Frisco, Texas, where we have our beautiful VentureX um, studios, D.C. can't tell me what works here. Now, Frisco can tell Frisco what works here. D.C. doesn't know. Um, so um, anyway, so Brad and I will be talking about some of that. Um, and in the meantime, while, and while I'm talking about our next segment, uh, uh, Nathaniel, can you pull up that, um, in, in this? In, wait till you see this, just wait till you see this. I've got to pull up the story that goes with it. But this image that he's gonna be pulling up on the screen in just a second. Um, we have also, um, you know, we like to have a little bit of fun on Friday. And um, y'all know I'm obsessed with, with my dog also obsessed with with our bearded dragon um uh so we were and brad who's got a puppy brad and his fiance have a puppy we're, we've decided to end today's show with how do you spoil your pet and are you like ridiculous with the way you spoil your pet um so <laughs> anyway so we're um uh, we're going to talk about that but okay since it's friday and we like to have a little bit of fun 
please show on the screen the image of and it, okay coach quigley you get props for uh, for the um for producing this segment coach quigley sent me a snapshot of this from when he was watching tv yesterday and i'm like I saw it and I'm like, oh, okay, that's somebody just put that together. That's a joke. Nope. Stiletto Crocs are here to erase all of your pandemic comforts. So it says high fashion never rest. The comfort shoe of the COVID-19 pandemic has taken a dangerous turn. Um, however you say, uh, Balenciaga, I guess that's who has, owns Crocs now, um, has unveiled its latest collaboration with the rubber clog brand Crocs in the form of a narrow heel placed precariously on the sole of its trademark dud. This monstrosity was unveiled at Fashion House's Spring 2022 Balenciaga Clones. That must be, excuse me if you're a fashion person, please help me if I'm, if I'm not pronouncing that, uh, pronouncing that correctly. Um, they're showing they, it, this line immediately drew the ire of pandemic-worn social media. Um, they're saying, um, kill it with fire. Um, no, no price has been announced for this luxury, um, shoe yet. And how is this a luxury shoe? So, I mean, help me out with this. Put that on the full screen, if you don't mind for a second, Nathaniel, because, okay. Ha so, and, and, and trust me as somebody who loves to wear heels and really has not had a chance to wear heels very much at all during the pandemic because you know usually if i'm on a zoom call for business i don't have a full business suit on i've got on slippers my dog in my lap pajama pants but a business jacket so i'm all like it's funny like all my business jackets have been have gone back and forth from the dry cleaner during the pandemic but um my skirts haven't i think i've had like two skirts dry cleaned and one pair of like really nice um super dressy kind of semi-formal pants dry cleaned so anyways that that says something right there but i'm trying to figure out okay how do you like how do you walk in this like first of all a crock is meant to be a certain way so i'm trying to see this has that the heel in the middle which i know is like a high fashion kind of a thing i still don't get that i like my heel to be closer to the back so i can balance better but this just looks like like crocs you normally would wear um oh people wear them to go out and walk their dogs you wear them when you're doing your yard work so a lot of times you're wearing them in wet grass or in kind of a you know muddy situation and it seems like that would sink down and you would fall I mean, I, it, it, is anybody else with me on this? So, anyways, um, so thank you so much, Coach Quigley, for producing this stiletto Crocs. So, thumbs up, thumbs down, and in the middle. What What are your thoughts? I would love to hear from the crew. Oh, and the crew, if you want to be putting um, pictures of your spoiled pets, which all pets should be spoiled um, into the feed. Drop your pictures in there because we would love to see pictures of your spoiled pets so we can put some of those up on the screen at the end of the show. Um, yeah, good times, just good times. So yes or no on the stiletto Crocs, or is that just something funny to do? Um, <laughs> Fred Nort says, dang. Well, he said a different word. A woman will look so sexy in the... <laughs> 
gosh. Fred, you've got a wonderful sense of humor. Good morning to Michelle and Gail and Dad. Hey, he's on this morning. Um, good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Who else do we have on this morning? I saw a couple of other folks. Marvin, who else? Lisa, um, Ann Guzman, good morning. Uh, it, it looks like we've got a few other folks on, and I'm unable to see because of the background on this, but good morning. Um, do we have Lisa um, on our link yet? And there she is. There's her beautiful face. Hey. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Oh, doing well. I'm so glad you could join us today. Of course, Lisa Shastine is just, she's become just an amazing sister in Christ to me. And she is, she's a mentor to me in my walk with Christ. And she is somebody who is, um, gosh, she's, she's all in for the Lord. And she has, um, she and I have, have created this show, um, Heart and Soul of Texas Women. We're on every Monday from 10 to 11. And of course, then it's put in a podcast form and you can watch it whenever. Um, I'd, I'd mentioned before you came on that, you know, here we are, Lisa, during this pandemic and um, I, I guess coming out of it, but then we don't, there's still so many unknown factors. And, um, you know, you've got uh, people who have been financially devastated throughout this time, have had to change their lifestyle, have had to change um, so many things. You know, the parents of the little kids have had to learn how to, uh, you know, function with their job and with their little ones at home. And then one of the things I was talking about, and you know this is something you've, you've prayed with me on a regular basis, and I know you continue to, but I've got a couple of family members who they're, they had mental health issues before, but they, you know, they were managed for the most part. But this during this time of the pandemic, it has really been devastating to people with um, mental health issues. And then people who have never had mental health issues have them. You've got kids as young as 7, 8, 9, 10 years old attempting and unfortunately sometimes being successful in suicide attempts so there's all of these things going on and our show has we've we put this together to provide hope for people and 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 bring other guests to our our audience as far as how how does god help you when it comes to how do you use your faith to stay strong? And I love this series that that you have put in place for us. We've done two, and people can go back and watch those. And then we've got four more that we're going to do. So let's talk about, first of all, I love you and good morning, and thank you for the prayers. And, and let's talk about this new series. Do, do we lose her audio? Hold on one second, Lisa. I think we lost your audio. Can we hear her now? I heard something. Hold on one second, Lisa. We're trying to get your get your audio up. Should I have her come back, come back in? Or should we put her on a different way? Hold on, <laughs> technical difficulty, please stand by. Can you hop out and hold on just one second and then back in. Lost audio. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 
All right. So we are going to, we are, um, Okay, so we're going to get Lisa to hop off and then hop back in and get her back on. In the meantime, speaking of prayer, I really do want to say thank you so much. And tell me when we've got her back in the waiting room. Um, in the meantime, I do want to say thank you so much. Um, so many of uh, members of the crew have been so kind to pray for my mom. And um, it, it, has, it has been rough. She ended up, surgery went well. We were really glad, no issues with her heart. And then um, uh, the night, Um, of her surgery she ended up having a really bad allergic reaction to the anesthesia so um got through that made it to the doctor the next day they took off my mom's patch she was expecting to see some kind of improvement in her eye and unfortunately couldn't even see me sitting four feet in front of her couldn't see the eye chart on the wall um but the doctor said because hers was such a complicated and involved um cataract case that that there may be so much swelling that that may be the reason that she wasn't seeing anything more clearly. Um, so very, 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 very um, uh, happy today when she um, today when she I'm sorry, yesterday when she went to um, open up the refrigerator, um, she was able to see that there was actually light in there. She's um, recently has been using a flashlight to see in the refrigerator. So she said it went looked like it went from like a 20 watt very dim bulb to um, like a 100 you know watt super bright bulb. So we're hoping that means that we're turning around. I think I hear something in my headset. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. So again, thank you for the prayers for my mom. Yes, now we can hear you. Yay. Okay, so Lisa, now that I've given you this wonderful introduction, which you so, so, so deserve, um, talk to us about this series that we're doing and what people can expect out of this particular series. Yeah, so we're doing a series on standing strong is what we've called it. And, you know, it's how to become confident and in your calling, how to achieve strength through your trials and how to prevail against the odds. And so we just want to come alongside of you in this season that we're in and say, hey, you know, sometimes we have to give ourselves grace and that's okay. And how do we grow stronger together? And what does change look like? I don't know that we're ever going to see what used to be our normal. We may have to change some things. You're right. To jump back to the tough season. Yeah. Well, and and you said something, and you've mentioned this on our show um, during this series, and and explain this to us. Sometimes you have to give yourself grace. Yes. You You know, the way I look at it is overnight, we all had jobs. Right. We all had family. But overnight, we had to take on so many other types of professions that we're not used to walking in. In other words, had to become teachers overnight. We never in our wildest dreams thought, hey, I'm going to have to teach my child. You know, we may have had thoughts on homeschooling and that's not for me and it's not for everybody. But we had no choice. We had to jump into that skill set. So that we could keep our kids rooted and grounded. And then they're not used to walking through that. So then you have the stress of what that looks like now in the home and how to have peace through all that. 
so I think those are areas that we are just trying to come alongside of you to make you stronger in areas that you've never walked through before. And, and, you know, it, it's so interesting because then, you know, physical health, you, you had, and you've talked about it on the show, so I know you don't mind me bringing it up now, but you ended up having to battle cancer during a pandemic when medical yes. offices were shut down. So you've had, you have people who literally had to put their health on hold. Yes. So many aspects. I mean, if this causes stress and anxiety and depression so then you have those issues that you're now dealing with that maybe you didn't deal with before. And those are trials. Right. And how to come strong in those trials and um, how do we increase our faith during this season? You know, it's in the valley, which is the lowest point, that we find a solid rock through Christ Jesus. And that's where we grow. And so to realize, you know, we're n- to look at social media, everything's always great. <laughs> yes. But we're not always, you know, such a, a lie. And the enemy would love for us to believe that lie. So and it's true. just not reality. So um, what does it look like in the valleys? Because in the valleys, it can be just as beautiful as on the mountaintop if you know how to prevail. And that's what you're talking and about. So, so so we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, and we're going to continue to talk about this. You're telling people go straight to the Word of God. Absolutely, I am. Because, you see, the enemy can't create things. He doesn't have the power to create things. He only has the power to lie to you. Right. And so what I'm to you is you find strength through the truth. And the truth is the word of God. And so we just want to come alongside of people and say, hey, you know what? We're not going to pretend anymore. This is life. And let's see um, how to rise higher, how to go deeper, and um, how to give you peace in the midst of those storms. Right. And so the, and what, what I love about this series is you are giving specific scriptures. You've got people who have come on, and it was interesting, uh, last week, both of our guests were pastors. And so, uh, you know, we just growing up, going to church and everything, you always think whoever the head of the church is, oh, well, for sure, they don't have any problems, and they've all got it all together. And they were both right. so, so great about being so, uh, so humble and so truthful in their their troubles and in their their times of turmoil and how how the lord and the word of the lord helps them so talk a little bit more about that because i I think that's so wonderful for people to just hear other people being honest yeah it's called transparency yes and um that is what i really want with the guests that come on is i want them to be so transparent and we had uh pastor john brockman on which talked about what it was like to have a stillborn child yes, and how, what the statistics Ooh. say about, you know, they, the divorce for people who walk through losing the ch- a child and how they've been able to grow stronger as a couple in their marriage and how God took something so broken and turned it into something so beautiful. And, and that's really what we're talking about. We're talking right. about, um, 
you know, walking in healing and walking in transparency, you know, and one of the things that I like to share is that if you have a wound and it's not attended to and you're not careful, it can become infected and infestation can set in. Right. And when I say I'm talking about mentally, physically and spiritually. So it could be a wound in any area of your life. And so we have to deal with those wounds. Right. And if you deal with them, you're not going to have true peace. And, and, and you're so, and that's and that's true. And let's and let's talk a little bit more about because we still have a few more minutes. Okay, you know you you can feel like, and again, you can you can tell yourself, oh yeah, everything's okay, you know. But there's just something gnawing at you, and it's something missing. And I think it is when you're missing that that sense of inner true inner peace which which does yeah. come again from 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 standing on the word of god lisa do you feel like you can really truly be as effective as god wants you to be in life absolutely a hundred percent okay you know his love for us is a never failing love his grace is new every morning his faithfulness is new every morning. You know, Lamentations 3, 21 talks, uh, 3 and 21 talks about the new things every morning and great is his faithfulness. So, you know, I think we just have to get, get to a point where we're willing to sell out and say, okay, okay, God, I've tried everything. I got nothing else in me. I'm empty. I've hit rock bottom. And that is the moment that we have to call out to him the most, you yes. know. And so just to be able to say, okay, I'm going to believe and I'm going to trust in you and what you have for me today. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm willing to say, okay, God, here you are. Here's everything I'm battling. Here's everything I'm going through. I need some hope today. And, you know, he's just that kind of God. Great big God, you know, and so I have seen God transform so many things in my life. You know, every person in my family has had obstacles. Right, right. And learn from those obstacles and how to walk out and see the goodness of God. I mean, you know, we, you texted me yesterday even about your mom. Yes, yep. And she's been going through with her sight and how she started to start seeing things and you know those are just standing on the promises of god that the things that he's promised us yes and healing and so um it's those little bitty things you see you know when i was diagnosed with cancer and i saw the cancer spot and all the doctor's offices were closed my only option was to get was to say okay god what are we gonna do right and Right. I didn't know where else to turn. And so I'm sitting here every morning going, okay, Lord, I have this cancer, and I'm going to just give it to you, and I'm just going to trust you that you're going to work it out. And I started looking through the word for scriptures that I could stand on daily. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And all that stood out to me was that three-letter word, all. And I didn't, and I was like, I don't know what all these things mean, but I'm just going to trust that cancer is part of the all. 
Right. And I did. And when I went back for my CT scan, the cancer was gone. Now, I'm not saying that that God heals in that way for everybody, but there was peace in the midst of the storm. You know, yes. even the were on a boat in the middle of the storm, and they were panicking. Right. And they woke Jesus up to calm the storm. And sometimes we just got to wake Jesus up in our lives. Right. So that we calm that storm. Well, and, and, and Lisa, I, I love that you're, you're always talking about something that, that I've had to really work with o- over the last few decades. And, and, the, and I feel like the older I get, and you and I have talked about this, the older I get, the easier it becomes for me. Um, and that is let go and let God. Oh, and she just, oh, she just dropped off the feed. Dog on it. Okay, well, um, okay, Lisa Shustine. So if, if you want to find out what else she has to say, um, tune in Monday from 10 to 11. She is a um, phenomenal individual. I, I'm very, very, very blessed to call her friend. Complete God thing that um, that she and I ever even met. And I feel like she's been a friend of mine for years and years and years. Um, so just, um, yeah, so tune in to Heart and Soul of Texas Women every Monday from 10 to 11 you can go back and watch our last couple of um series on the the jpk broadcasting network um great series that she's leading us in right now and just if you are somebody who you feel hopeless right now we want to tell you that you're not alone um and speaking of not being alone we've got brad namdar today in studio so hello brad how are I'm you so my friend? how are you i'm doing well i'm so glad to have you back in studio as a guest co-host again today I love it. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Well, um, we're going to talk about a few things today, and, and I know we, we've got a bajillion things. We're going to keep having you on, because every time I have you on, I'm like, oh, I've got, you know what? I wonder what Brad would do about this. Um, you you remind me, you're like an idea guy. Any topic, and, and, and Brad and I will text back and forth on a regular basis, and any any problem that's out there with the federal government, anything that can be solved by local control, Brad, like, always goes, he goes, well, have we ever thought of doing A, B, and C? And I'm like, never thought about that. And I love right. it. So you're like, I'm going to start calling you the idea guy. I, I've the got a nickname guy. for you somewhere okay. in there. So um, I want to start off, um, I mentioned earlier, and you and I were talking about this yesterday, right. the federal government, this administration is out of control. I mean, right. let's talk about some of those issues where they're out of control. Because, again, you're like me. Local control and people who live in your own backyard sure. know best. We know best. DC do. doesn't know. They don't. Yeah, they don't. And that. And here's the thing. I'm 32 years old. Um, lived in Texas for 32 years. Um, it's important to know that our culture and our way of life. You're taught personal responsibility. You're taught, you know, you know, trust thy neighbor, right? Yes. And sometimes. You know, you see Washington, D.C., and I, and I think with a lot of young people, as you get older, you start learning a little bit more about what it is to be per- personally responsible. Because when you go to college, your mom's not doing your laundry. Yeah. You Nobody's know? doing your laundry. You Nobody's cooking up. for you. Exactly. Nobody's waking you up for class. That was a rude awakening. Like that first, um, mm-hmm, I, that had, week. I had that first week, and I'm, I'm like, oh, nobody's going to come in after my alarm's gone off three times and say, Kathy. Mm-hmm. You're supposed Time to be to get out of bed. Minutes, you know? Yeah, so, but we have so many issues right now with the federal government, and I, nobody in our country ever wants, regardless of what administration's in there. We always want to do well, and yes. I think that our politics and our rhetoric and everything, 
has taken us away from that. You want your president to do well. Right. We want our elected officials to do well. But their job is to represent the interests of the constituency. And we've had issues right now that Americans, doesn't matter who you are, if you're five years old or 105, right. it's the same issues. I mean, we are compassionate in Texas. Texas is by far one of the most compassionate states in the country. Uh, absolutely. You know, and it's interesting, um, a gentleman who um, who I just met the other day, who's the last living um, Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, wow. was at a golf tournament um, that, that I was at. Uh, amazing, amazing man. Um, and He's, and he said, he, he said, I love coming to Texas. He said, everybody is gracious, kind, welcoming. Um, you know, everybody's positive. And, and, I, and I love when somebody it's from true. another state I mean, true. who travels a lot comes and says, you know what? Y'all are awesome. Y'all are, awesome. Y'all are yeah. good people. We have you know? one of the most prestigious soccer tournaments in, in, in the world. It's called the Dallas Cup. And every time these uh, players came, they're international players. They always loved it. I mean, they loved Chili's because of the endless, they, they were surprised we couldn't get chips free over and over, but we are. And people people understand that. We are compassionate. I entered for Congress with Sam Johnson, as you know, when yes. I was at SMU. And he was the definition of a Texan with grit, but compassion. Yes, and and, 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 and Congressman Johnson, who has since passed away, and who's just right. a, a, was a hero, hero. to so many war of hero. us. I mean, a, a war hero, just a true hero. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right, and you got to intern got under to him intern as him. a college student. Do you think watching him as a congressman in in and in, in, in a leadership position and in multiple leadership positions in D.C., do you think that had an impact on how you think as a conservative nowadays? Yes, 150%. Okay. It, it does. I mean, I have other conservative, you know, friends and, and, and other people out there that, that, that inspire That are me mentors and mentors, everything. Right, right. yeah. And, but he did in the sense of some grit yeah. of, of, of yeah. standing your ground on some things. For example, right now, we have an issue at the border. Oh. And so here's the deal. Just a weed, just a weed, a yeah, little yeah. bit of an issue. Well, yeah, here's here's the deal. Crazy. I I I know the the Latino, the Hispanic, you know, right. constituency pretty well. Right. Played soccer, was with FC Dallas, everything. Right. Like here's the deal. You have the wall. You don't have a wall. It's not about the wall to me. At the end of the day, it's right. about the rhetoric they like to make one side look like. If they want a wall, it's yeah. all about the rhetoric. It's not compassionate. It's a human yes. rights violation. Yep. To allow the most people to be subjugated and taken advantage of and giving cartels or giving coyotes access to people to just bring them over. You're no, actually well, not protecting thy neighbor. No, you're really you're not. You're exploiting thy neighbor. You, you, you absolutely are. And it's kids that yep. are being, I mean, you know, let's talk about who are the, who are the, sure. who are the people being sex trafficked? Kids. Who are the people running the drugs? Kids. So how is that? And, it's and, difficult but then, okay, to. And let me, let, me, let me real quick ask you this because, you know, we, Governor Abbott has, has a summit that he just did with um, county judges and different law, you know, local officials and, and law enforcement. And the, and I knew the numbers were bad, and I've been following the numbers. The statistics are jarring. Hundred seventy nine thousand. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. unreal how how many more you know the drugs that are now coming over there. All of the things. Yeah. Fit, oh, fentanyl is is through the roof. It's a da- and, and everybody's listening. It's a dangerous drug, you know. It, out there. it, it it's, is. It's, it's and beyond it's, dangerous. It's being and, and what I'm hearing from from my kids who are you know almost eighteen and almost twenty two is that that people are putting that yeah, in mix and lace everything well and so then a kid thinks oh well, i'm just smoking pot or i'm you're not dead. they're just and you're dead yeah fentanyl's no joke and the parents really talk to your kids about 
This, you know, I remember it was Dare back when I was a kiddo, you know. Right. Uh, well, still, you need to talk about them and let them know that this is a, it's no joke. Um, yeah. it, I mean, a little, just like a little thimble could kill like 25 people. I mean, it's a synthetic drug that's made. It's yeah. laced with everything that you can do it, so that's not good. Yeah. We also have people, you know, right now, our foreign policy. Oh. And I'm very disappointed because, again, I'm 32, and we have to make ways for us to have prosperity and also world presence at stage as the moral authority on the globe. You know, when we don't stand by our allies, well, then our word and our integrity is that question. And I'm a businessman, so if I don't if I don't stand by, you know, a deal I make, guess you what? De- and you deal with that's the thing. Yeah. You deal with foreign trade. Oh, international at, trade, commerce, international yes. trade. This is this is part of this is oh, part of forte. your gig. Yeah. You're either your 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 companies will either succeed and thrive or fail on this. And so you're right. So if we're not working. If our if our federal government is not at least doing the job of working with our allies, where does that leave us, Brad? Well, it leaves us in a position to be have our country's question, you know, our country's integrity, and it's kind of like, will you follow through with a deal, you know? Right. And I know the other, you know, yeah, it's not the other side. I know that our current administration is saying that well, we're going to be restoring our, you know, um international you know reputation and okay all right great wonderful but here's the problem we have one ally that's under attack in israel and we don't do anything we don't say anything we don't do anything and it's it's a sensitive topic and i'll just be blunt about it there are allies and we've got to be involved and let me and let me tell you it's interesting because um uh, Lisa, who um, is the co-host with me of Heart and Soul sure. of Texas Women, um, she mentioned social media and how, you know, and, and we've talked, and I don't know if you and I talked about this last time you were on. I know JP and I talk about this, uh, you know, at, at nauseum, but we have to. Um, it's the shaming that goes on. And we it used to just be with kids and teenagers. It's bullying adults online. Adults yeah. are bullying each other and shaming each other online. I was taught and adults are elders. it's ridiculous. You expect more from an adult. But, right. but I saw somebody who put, and I just couldn't believe this because I thought, my gosh, do a little bit of research. Um, a dear friend of mine who serves on a local city council around here um, put, I stand with Israel. You know how you can do those sure. little, um, oh, those yeah, the, frames, the circle, the frames. Little circle frames on the Facebook profile picture and he put I stand with Israel and this friend of mine is a huge 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 very strong um uh very strong Christian and 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 the hate comments boom 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 boom. and some somebody even had the gall to say if you stand with Israel then you don't stand with Jesus and I'm like what right what? That's what they'll do. And I then mean, and they dog piled on, and I'm just and like. And that's what makes us more divided as a country. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. again, and, and yep. to all the adults listening, I'm 32 years old. Again, I'm going to say one more time, <laughs> we need some leadership from you guys about, you know, have, making sure we're responsible to what we post. But I will say this. Israel, yes, they're allies. We have an agreement. We have to stand by them. But we're also a nation like compassionate. You know, the Palestinian yes. people, they also have a voice, and they also want to be heard as well. So, but if we stand by idly and don't do anything, you're just as complicit to say, okay, you're not doing anything. And I don't think the United States of America is a country that's the moral shining beacon of virtue in silence. Yeah. You know, we've had three cyber attacks in the last month on our food grid, on our colonial pipeline. Not, is anybody not looking well, I know, we're talking about? Right? I, this is foreign affairs. I, I mean, mean we're. Not doing it. I mean, I, when I we heard no about response. this, I was scared to death, and I'm like, it's where's the federal you? government standing up and saying, 
we will protect you. You know what? If you liked President Trump, if you didn't like him, what, you know, whatever the case was, he did have our back. I've, and I, I've well, even got had, very liberal he, friends who said, I felt like President Trump at least put Americans first. He he did, and also Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. You oh, know, yeah. You know, yeah. If, you, if you thought about, you know, touching us when you had oh. that administration, you, you thought twice. Yeah, you know? Well, and you know, I want people to be and, fearful. What did um, Reagan had his slogan um, was uh, "peace through fear"? Or I, I'm trying to remember. Somebody help me out with the, with the exact quote that he had. Um, oh gosh, not, peace through. I can't. Re- not trust but verify. No, yeah, well, but that's it was it was, it was one. Yeah, that that's a that's whole other topic for topic. another day. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I. Peace through diplomacy. I, I want, I've, God, I'm going to have to look it up if somebody Peace through not putting up with nonsense. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm one of those that, I, it just makes me crazy because I don't, I don't, we don't, America doesn't need to be the homecoming queen and homecoming king of the world. Sure. We don't need to be the most popular. But you know what? I want to know that, you know, when, when I'm out and about, when my kids are out and about, when my family's out and about, that they don't have to worry about being bombed right. in a grocery store. Right. Uh, you know, Hey, if you if another country has the fear of God in them when it comes to taking out, well, look at what happened at nine eleven. Right. I mean, that was just great. twenty years ago. Yeah. You know, that was that was literally just just a, not that long ago, and all of these innocent people who just went to work like normal, making a living for their family, and they were attacked. So that can happen if we're asleep at the wheel. I feel like the the current federal government is asleep at the wheel, Brad. I can tell you this. I've never been more hopeful okay. about our future. Okay. We're going to have okay, elections. Give us some of that. Okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now. We need more Texas in Congress. We need more Texas in State House. We need it's funny that you say board. that. Coach Quigley, when you said we're talking uh, about Texas, he said, yep, keep Texas Texas. Keep Texas, Just Texas. Just that simple. But here's the deal. That's a bumper sticker. That is, that actually is a bumper sticker. But here's the deal. At the end of the day, the average American or the median American is 36 years old. Yep. Um, representation in Congress is a little different on the age-wise on that one. But we also know the challenges of tomorrow, they're going to be met right. with the people of today. Cyber, we're going to go after. We're going to come loaded. I think we're going to come loaded with some new elected officials, hopefully. I think we're going to have people that are going to want us to do well. I think we're going to make sure, in my opinion, Texas is energy independent so that we don't have to buy and use our tax dollars to buy oil from across. Like It's like in my backyard. Why would I go buy it somewhere else in my backyard? Exactly. We can be competitive. Go do whatever energy you want to do. But just guess yeah. what? Just let's buy our oil in our own backyard. Yeah. We need to make sure yep. that we hold our members of Congress and Senate and elected officials, city council, school board accountable. And at the end of the day, you know, social security and Medicare is something that's important that we keep and retain, but they're not, you know, I don't know where that's going to be, but we're going to have to look at it and say, Hey, how are we going to have prosperity going forward? But that is the challenges. I don't have kids yet. Right. I want kids. Right. Well, you, uh, you and, you're, and you're a beautiful fiance. Yeah, and, and it's awesome. And if awesome. they look like your your soon to be wife, oh, they will be the most gorgeous children. I hope. Ever. She, yeah, <laughs> I hope they look like her for sure. But but think about it. I, you know, I'm 32. Would you yeah. you know bring a kid in the world today? It's a tough. It's a tough tough thing to think about that after we get married. Yeah, you know, it, that's a but, well, and that's a conversation that. Um, your generation is, is having. And we're not having as many, uh, the rate of birth is down. It, well, there and there's a number, and I've talked to a number of people who are in their early 30s married, and they're, it, they've really struggled with, do I want to bring a child into the world right. as it is right now? Well, here's again for everyone to be excited about. <laughs> I've never been more hopeful. 
I okay. know we're going to have new young leaders coming up, and they're going to have innovative ideas. I'm, I guess you call me the ideas guy. I, I, we, you know there's what? a nickname in there somewhere, I've got, I've got a, you know, <laughs> I, I, get, I, I joke around, but there's so many good, like, even simple bills that even helps with owners of cats and dogs. Yeah, and, and, and I want to I want to talk about this. Um, t- I want to talk about this because then um, at after this segment, we're going to go into how do you spoil your pets. Um, oh, but yeah. but I also want to talk to you about um, about how do we keep Texas red. But but th- but th- again, the idea sure. guy. Okay, so if you've got if you're the owner of a cat or a dog, tell us okay. about this bill. Which actually, I read that and I was like, wait a second. Now I I can support something like okay. that. So so on the onset, before I say it, there's a special listener who says, don't talk about this bill, and I'm like. Why not? She's like, because it's too funny. And I'm like, okay, but it would work. Okay, so here's what it is, is that I got a dog named Scooter. So the bill would be called a Scooter Bill, okay? (laughs) And, you know, everything that I ever think about is from real life. So basically, um, if you have a dog or a cat, okay, we're going to say no to the iguana lobbyists. We're going to say no to the fish lobbyists. (laughs) Oh, to the bearded dragons, Mr. Gus. We got to get past the house through Senate co-sponsor. But if you have a dog or a cat, up to two, you get a $250 tax deduction annually. Because they're your dependents. Literally, my dog has better health care than I do. Okay? Oh, we all, I mean, it's one of those things. If it's going to be taking my dog to the vet or me going right. to get, you know, some checkup for something, not, not that I'm going to ignore my health. But I tell you what, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you have a kid. You put your, your, your kids ahead of you and you put your dog and your cat ahead of my, you. I, you just you do. S- and, and, and I came up with this idea because Scooter's got health insurance. Um, <laughs> Scooter's got, you know... His mom's, you know, P.S. spoils him a lot. I mean, he's the dependent. So I was like, Scooter needs to, you know, I need to get a tax write-off. But we're going to make it at two, not 200. So people buy all these dog and cats. We're going to keep it at two. Um, he's he, When we first got him, he had to get vaccines. So they're, they, are, they are a financial investment. So I said, why not? It's a Scooter bill. Plus, we right. increased uh, pet, you know, purchases by 27% during 2020. So I think we should do that. I, I, well, and, and here's the thing. Think about... Um, and there, and I, I don't have any statistics pulled up, but there are statistics out there medically that your pet helps lower blood oh, pressure, yeah. Oh, yeah. helps with heart. Um, Soothing. It, it, yeah, it helps with it, um, people health. who are in nursing homes or people who are living by themselves. Uh, people, you usually live a more calm, relaxing, um, longer, healthier life if you have a pet. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I was you know? with Scooter last night at the Cater Trail Ice House, and he's just sitting on my lap. I'm petting him, <laughs> yeah. and he just he he loves everyone and everything. And Scooter is definitely spoiled. Well, and before we go into talking about spoiled pets, because we're going to even show some pictures of our pets here in a few minutes. Oh, oh um, by the way, Scooter won our apartment uh, <laughs> puppy of the month award. By the way, so I have to say that. Congratulations Thank to you. Scooter. Well, let's talk a little bit about. Okay, you hear and and you know there was even something with Dan, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on yesterday. He was talking about how you know everybody's talking about Texas is going blue. Texas is going to be purple, leaning towards blue this next election cycle. Michael, what are your thoughts? How do we, as conservatives, those of us who want to keep Texas red, and what's what's so interesting is I have found um, out when I was uh, co-chair with Senator Angela Paxton for the 2020 victory effort in Collin County, um, and we were very happy we won up and down the ballot on that. We were very, very, very proud of that effort. But a lot of the new folks who we were talking to who had moved in from California, it wasn't that they're, everybody's like, oh, they're liberal, don't let them in. No, that's right. not the case. Right. They were just trying to understand 
how can I afford what is practically a mansion here when I was in a two bedroom, right. you know, no, no garage, right. uh, you know, home in California. They're like, what do y'all do differently here? And one of the first things I talk to people about is state income tax. We don't, we have, don't have, it, have it and we don't want it. And if you want to continue to have prosperity. That, yeah. Then you know what? You're you're going to need to go with the conservatives because that is something that that's right. a line in the sand that we will draw until the end of time. So so with the fear about Texas turning blue or yes. purple and all that stuff. So what do we do? What do we do? It's easy. One, elect the right people. Two, it's also about understanding there is a, you know, the, the, the left or the right both have their own social issues or moral arguments. But in the state of Texas, it's very important. And I saw this last cycle. And I'm going to tell every state house representative, every state house senator, who's ever in our Texas government, who ever wants to be on the ballot, if you're going to run for U.S. Congress, if you're going to run for whatever, county commissioner, you need to make sure your messaging and your legislative platforms even speak to the constituency that allows us to continue prosperity and make sense. And we also... You know, I'm the T Texas Young Republicans SRA CRPT liaison. Right. And now explain SRAC, explain what that so is that's to somebody the who's governing, new to the show. That's the governing body of the Republican Party of Texas. Yes. So I went down to Tyler this past weekend, you know, and we gave a report of our memberships and what we do and deployments and different things like that. But I also want to encourage everyone, there's going to be young Republicans that want to run for office. They're right. going to want to run for city council, school boards, state house. Congress, county commissioners, and they need guidance. We need to support them because a big part of it is it's not cool to be red sometimes. It's not hashtag woke. It's, you know, so. <laughs> well, but that's the world that if, if you're. That the, the narratives make it for us. It is. So, but, so we need, we need people to, you know, back us up. And that's what the 17, 16, 15, right. 20, 25 year olds, that's um, people even in their 30s, they're believing the narrative that is being shoved down their throat but if you're told, social media. But if you're told, hey, young buck, stand on the sidelines, and then the other side is promoting younger candidates, mm -hmm. that is the problem. So, well, sometimes we've also got to realize this. There are good ideas from everywhere and all around. So I think our party should definitely look at, hey, let's see who's the best person to win, and also can we mentor someone? Congressman yes. Sam Johnson was very good at that. You know, Pete Sessions was another congressman who did that as well. But we've lost this kind of mentorship, if that makes sense. Well, and, and here's and one of the things I am, one of the awards um, that I just recently won that I'm most proud of, they had um, uh, two years ago, the inaugural, it'll be two years in September, the inaugural um, uh, Texas Young Republican Federation Alumni of the Year Award. And I won that first award. Right. And I am out of everything that I've been acknowledged with over the years, I am so proud of that because I don't. I think it's one of those things. It's very important that you pay it forward. And and to me, being able to support people like yourself, uh, support people like Desiree Brown and Connor Barron awesome, and, awesome and, and Hayden Padgett and just you know uh, Jason Vaughn, all these great great young people from um, from around the country. Well, I know your wife was one of the ones who was recently recognized in a legislative resolution. Yeah, yeah. or your oh, soon to be wife. Sorry, soon to be wife. Just, <laughs> yeah, wife yeah you know, she was. And so I I, I look at these. I, you know, I look at people like that. And first of all, I, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to live forever. So then what do I want to leave as a legacy? And I think that, and especially maybe it's, you know, having been a teacher and coach and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's so important to, hey, if there's a, a young go-getter out there, 
support him. I know JP's real big on that too. That's what he that's what he that, started his I'm whole truancy program too. for. Yeah. And, you know, so it's it's one of those things that you've you've got. Um, don't be afraid of that younger generation. Is I guess what that, I would tell people my yeah, age. Don't be don't be don't be nervous and afraid of them. Bring them into the fold. The Democrats aren't afraid to do that. They're not. And and here's the thing. Um, I mean, I've met a lot of conservative young, you know, Republicans, and and I can tell you this firsthand: they can stand toe to toe. Oh yes, with anybody. Yes. And and yep. and and our party needs is is is, is a party that's. We're growing with our young, you know, our young Republican base, which yep. is great. That's why I've never been more hopeful and excited because I know maybe a lot of them, it's a good chance a lot of them are going to step up to some challenges right. and we're going to be a coalition of support. And that's why I'm not as worried about what's going on right now. So you see, you see a lot of energy in the younger generation. Cause I, I think, do. I think when you get older, I think, especially then when your kids get older and um, you, you kind of get in, get into this, this lull where you're like, all you hear about is the negative that kids right. are doing on the news. You're, what you're saying, Brad, what I hear you saying is you see the positive and the good that the younger generation is I doing. I do. I do. I see the I positive and the good in the younger generation, but it could be stifled out very quickly if we don't support that momentum or if we don't yep. support those younger folks that want to go and make a difference. But, yeah, that's why I've never been more hopeful and excited. They, yeah. they, there is mobilization of excitement and optimism. There are people that have ideas. We need to bring back, you know, maybe SBA loan reform. There's so many ideas about how to get our domestic economy working again. Right. And they're excited. But we oh, just yeah. got to make sure we keep that momentum. We do. We do. Well, um, speaking of momentum, one way that we all get pumped up is those of us who have pets and who love them dearly. That's and again, true. Brad, I just, I, I, I love talking with you. And, we're, and JP and I will continue to have you on the show because it, it is really good to see that, the younger generation has has good ideas that there is hope that we keep Texas red. Um, you know, I you know, I've been gosh, I've been knocking on doors, you know, for thirty almost thirty five years or so now. You know, getting out the vote every election cycle. And so as you get older, um, sometimes the knees don't let you walk as right, far and as right. fast. So I need somebody who's got twenty five year old knees who can yeah. knock on twice as many and doors as I. We can. have deployments, and I got to do a plug real quick. TYRs. Yeah. We by the way, we're gonna have our uh, we're gonna have a. Uh, our, our alumni uh, event we're going to be doing, yes. it's going to be at Kalahari Resorts. So make sure you come to me in September. Yep, I've, um, I've got it on my calendar. And not only that, you know, we do deployments where we send YRs yeah. from all over the state to different yep. areas to go and do the block walking, you know, yeah. pole greening. And so don't worry about your knees. We'll take care of it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the list. And then awesome. y'all go take care of it. No, I, I, can, I can still, I'm still knocking on doors, just not as many. Um, but anyways, um, let's talk about um, pets and because I know you're, I know you, you guys Aussie adore doodle. your little baby. So can we pull up Brad's dog? Oh, He's got, there's Scooter. There. Look at him. <laughs> That's, so, you know, what's funny is Scooter, when he wants to walk <laughs> in his mouth is his leash. So he'll grab. That, I was trying so to figure that out. He's got a harness, and he was looking at his mommy, and he's like, "It's time to go." So he'll pull mommy. That is so great. And he's, so he's like, "Oh, by the way, it's he, it's, it's walk time." But he'll do it when he's walking. Sometimes <laughs> if she's going too slow, he'll or if I'm going too slow, he'll put it, the leash just about and like yank it. And he's nine months. He's oh, six so pounds. Oh. And he's an Aussie doodle who doesn't know he's six pounds. Uh, <laughs> 
he can he can jump. How big how big will Scooter get to be? Scooter, I think, will be around eight nine pounds max. But oh, okay. He's nine months old, but he can jump like no one's business. And well, that's the Aussie in him. That's, that's, the, the, that's Aussie the Aussie in him. Oh yeah. I want to I want to take him to Westminster. I'm he. I put up some film on you know my coaching you know yeah. background came back. I'm like film and I'm like watch Scooter. So Scooter will watch it. And he'll be glued to the TV, and then he'll start barking. And I'm like, "You're not ready yet." Oh, and I then love he's it. Like, he's like, "I'm ready." He's like, "Come on." And so I, yeah, but I wanted to sit down. Yeah, that's when he's like, "It's time to go and walk me." I love. And it. he has to be mentally stimulated too, so he has puzzles. Oh, I love it. Didn't I know love they had it. it. Oh yeah. Oh well, we've got. And let's go ahead and switch. Um, it's funny you're talking about puzzles for dogs. If you'll switch it over to the one that says love. Aww. Yes. Okay. So this, I took this picture of Kira last night, and. Everybody on the show knows I just, so I'm obsessed cute. with. She's a little Shiba Inu. Um, I just I'm obsessed with this dog. So she has it's a lick pad, and it's for dogs when they get nervous or anxious, or if they're super busy, which Kira is super busy. And you can put like plain yogurt, uh-huh. or you can put um, like I've got unsalted organic peanut butter, and it's different. It's like a pad that can stick on the wall or on the ground. And they lick it. Yes, and so it's a lick pad. It's called a lick pad. I'll send you a link. Okay. Um, it keeps them entertained. It's really good for dogs during bath time. Dogs who don't like to get their nails clipped because it helps Scooter. distract them. So, yeah. Okay, so this all. So anyway, so I love this. Okay, and everybody like we've got Pebbles the cat who's coming on. We've got um, we've got because um, I think people are trying to put pictures into the feed, but I don't know if the pictures can be put in. And we've got Sissy, Coach Quigley's dog. Oh, I love this. So, um, anyways, but Kira is. It's it's ridiculous, and so she does this. She's a runner, so we we've got to keep her contained. So whenever um, family or friends come over, she's in what we call her office. It's this really big like playpen, um, and with all her toys her and, and her and her my yeah. We, we're like here, go to your office because um, she's fancy, um, and she's got um, a my pillow, Mike Lindell, my pillow dog pillow. Well, that's what oh, she's cool. on. That's okay. what she's on. We're, we're supportive, and um, it's so funny because if she if it's a person she knows or loves right. or somebody who she immediately likes she puts one of her little toys in your mouth and she does like this dolphin bird chirping sound and so it's so funny because you know my my kids will have friends over and they're like oh oh Look she doesn't want me to leave and i'm like sucka she's got you, you know, exactly she's got, she's got and you i think it's funny people when they're like oh pets don't have personalities yes they do oh my goodness they do, they do. every single and they one know how of to my pets you. Every single one of my pets had my number, my dog, my past yeah. dogs, my de- cats. Uh, the, Kira certainly. I mean, she has us. We, we even for Christmas had a Christmas stocking up, mm. Brad, that said "The Boss." Oh yeah, the, because she is now. If She's we can, cute. if we can swipe over, we're getting ready. JP and I are going to be doing a live feed from the Miss Texas competition, which is coming up. Okay. And so these next two pictures you're going to see. Um, I've got to give a shout out to the Miss Texas competition. They did a big fundraiser. Right, You'll want to enter right. this next year. They did a fundraiser, and they had like 80 different pets to choose from. And if you can show both, there's I think there's a picture of Mr. Gus too. You can take me off the screen. I'm not. I'm not cute. Sorry, they Mr. Are. Ghost. He doesn't uh, get the scooter bone. Well, unfortunately. No, yeah, no. Doggone it. Well, I, I'm going to be fighting you on okay, that. that, that. <laughs> it's already happened. But, but if you can show uh, the, those two pictures side by side, Nathaniel. Um, so the Miss Texas competition uh, or uh, Miss Texas um, uh, pageant scholarship, they had a um, they had Is a that competition. Juana? 
And a, a bearded dragon. A bearded dragon. Bearded dragon. Okay. So, um, so they had this competition where you could enter different categories, and it was a fundraiser for the Miss Texas Scholarship. Which you know, the scholarships is the hugest part huge. of Miss Texas competition, and then also Operation Kindness, phenomenal uh, nonprofit organization for animals that helps save animals. So, um, of course, I you know paid my entry fee to have um, Kira in, and then I thought, you know what? Why the heck not? We're entering Mr. Gus in as well, and yeah. so so we had Kira Bearded and Mr. Dragon. Gus, and out of I think it was like eighty pets. Kira came in sixth place, and Mr. Gus broke broke the mold, broke what barriers. Did get, what did he get? He was thirteenth place. Wow, not bad. So Mr. Gus, Mr. Gus came might make in it the on top the bill. Fifteen, yes. So and it was so funny because they even out on the Miss Texas um, uh, Facebook and social media sites. Wow. They said, "Mr. Gus, our first bearded dragon has well, broken into the top twenty. Okay, yes, Santa so, hat. It's it's Elf on the Shelf. Elf hats. on the Shelf. Yes, and that was a little. That was on New Year's Day. I took that picture of him one day, and he's just so cute. And then then Kira, if you'll notice, you can kind of see she's got some kind of ribbon on. Oh, okay. That was her first Valentine's, which was a year ago. Um, and I made this super cute Valentine's Day bow, and that was the only picture that was not blurry because she wasn't trying to eat the bow. So <laughs> anyway, it's, she's but, cute, but you know, we all. I mean, everybody. Um, so, you know, we all we all um, spoil our pets. You know, yep. we'd love to hear from the crew as as to yeah. how how you mm-hmm. spoil your pet. Um, you know, they just they're so great. Talk about unconditional love. Oh, you know, yeah, and, and talk about something that everybody in this country can get behind is we all love our pets. Ex- you so, know, that's that's so okay. So Brad for president because he's going to say yeah. it's for the pets. It's for the pets. <laughs> it's for the pets. Yes. There you go. Well, let's see, spoiling Scooter. I mean, her, okay, his mommy. I mean, she has like this belt. I, like, I'll never forget this. P- I'm old school when it comes to training dogs. Like, like, you know, like, oh, do we need a gate? I'm like, no, we just get a big, you know, I don't know, part of the couch, you know, or something like that. So she comes with a belt, right? And it has doggy treats in it. It's got a, a collapsible little water cooler. It also has this harness and all this stuff. So she has seven different types of doggy treats that she gets for him. Right. She categorizes it for him. And then she'll, you know, maybe make a souffle, she calls it, where she right. makes us soft food. And he has four different beds across the apartment. And I love it. She, she doesn't let him walk sometimes. Like, he, he'll just, oh. he will tell her, like, and oh, then she knows they know. about my belly now. Uh, yes, they know. They just know. Oh, Kira gets. And I look at him. I'm like, multiple son. Multiple massages a day. Yeah, I'm like, son. <laughs> uh, like you need, you need to be, you just do you. Okay, here's your chew toy. Oh, he's got like 900 toys. <laughs> I love 900 it. 900. I love it. Well, and, and Doctor Good sent me a picture. Of course, the Ask Doctor B Good show every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Actually, 8 to 8:30 because she's starting a wellness show on our broadcasting network. So we're super oh, cool. excited about that. But it's so great. And um, as a freak, let me see if I can send this. To you, Nathaniel, um, she is getting ready for retirement, and actually on Wednesday we're going to be announcing uh, a special award um, that she um, received. Uh, yeah, just yesterday. But so I'm going to send you, Nathaniel, this picture to post up here. This is so great. Um, and at her party, and she was like I said, she received this award that that she was she had no idea that they were doing this presentation. So if you can pull this picture up, this is so great. She's got. 
her doll, she's got like some kind of, um, like it looks like some kind of thing around her neck, probably some kind of a medal or something. And then she's got a, like a, what looks like a bouquet of roses. And look what she's holding in her hand as well. This is so great. This, the crew loves their pets too. So, of course, her dog's in the picture. Uh, so you gotta love that. You gotta love you go. that. You gotta love, that's, you gotta love family. that. It's it family. is. It, it is. So, um, and Brad, thank you again for coming no in. No problem. I love coming in. Yeah, we love having you in here. Um, JP, we wish you safe travels on the way back home. And then JP, if he were here today, he would be talking about goats, dogs, horses. He's on a. He lives on a farm now. Okay. So cool. he's. So That's he, awesome. he's he's all in. Well, I call him Farmer JP now. I've even got a little emoji. Well, we love him, the farmers so. here in Texas. Yeah. Oh, we one of the states where we still do love our farmers. So um, anyway, so go home, love on your pet, hug on your pet. Um, we hope you have a blessed weekend. Looking forward to seeing you on Monday. We'll be back at our normal time at seven thirty because Doctor Clothier is back from his anniversary. He has uh, thirty six years um, of uh, wedded bliss, and so he he's back home and he'll be back on our show on Monday morning. Um, thank you again, Brad, for coming in. Thank you for inviting me. And then um, we love you to the crew, and we will see y'all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a oh, good weekend, guys. Stay tuned for this pink cloud.